everyone. Welcome back to the Quarter Life Crisis. This is episode two um, of season one. And I am your host, the Red Sea Hippie. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about travel. I think everybody likes travel. Well, at least I hope everybody likes travel. I like travel. So I hope you do. And if you don't, we gonna get you there. Just, just stay tuned. But before we dive into travel, um, let's dive into the good news segment of this show. So if you're not familiar, if you haven't listened to my first episode, um, I pretty much introduced um, this segment of my podcast that I'm going to be doing with every episode. So I'm going to talk about a couple good things that are going on in the world, in the States, but pretty much we're going to be talking about good things that are going on um, around us and the communities that we live in because when we watch like the big news mainstream stations and social media and all of you know the radio and whatnot it's always negative things going on in the world and I'm an empath so you know I want to hear about good things going on in the world because that affects my mood you know I know not everybody is that way where they feel like they absorb all of the things around them but I do so I want to create this space to be able to share good things going on in the world so that we can all feel lighter inspired you know and encouraged so Since it is February, I wanted to base my good news segment on Black History Month. So happy Black History Month, everyone. Um, And so to start off, the first thing that I wanted to share with you guys, um, it was an article actually um, on thegoodnewsnetwork.org. If you haven't checked out that website, I recommend that website. There's a lot of cool things going on in the world that they talk about um, every day. So this article talked about how Mattel, I think that's how you say it, that's the company that owns Barbie, um, they are honoring a new Barbie doll um, that is being added to the Inspiring Woman collection, and it's actually going to be Bessie Coleman. So the article talked about how despite the racial and gender discrimination that Bessie Coleman faced, she became the first Black and Native American female aviator. And so it went on to talk a little bit about her history. If you're not familiar with her um, growing up, she, um, in order to raise money, she would help her mom pick cotton. Um, And she really wanted to go to college and learn aviation. So she saved up money. And since she wasn't able to, as a Black woman, wasn't able to attend flight school in the States, she ended up traveling to France um, to be able to attend flight school. So there's so many things that the article talks about and so many um, articles I'm sure out there that go on to talk more a little bit about her history that I recommend you guys all checking out because it's really it's so cool. It's so cool hearing about these types of stories because I feel like you know in school they didn't really talk they didn't get too deep into um, some of the amazing black people that did amazing things in this world so I think it was really cool and I'm glad that Barbie is doing such a great thing introducing it to young girls um early you know a lot of the inspiring women of history especially black history we need that um and representation matters too you know I'm so happy to see that 
Barbie is starting to create more um, women of color because when I was growing up, I didn't see that many. You know, I would probably see like one Barbie doll that looked like me. So I think this is really cool. I think this is a really cool educational moment. And yeah. And so on the topic of education, that brings me to my next segment that I want to share with you all. And so this was actually... Um, an article that was shared on theblacknews.com. So there's a lot of cool um, articles on theblacknews.com if you are not familiar with it. Um, they talk about pretty cool things that are going on in um, the black community. So this article... talked about a woman so it shared a story about a 67 year old black woman who just received her high school diploma um so a woman by the name of renee carroll who is from dc um she graduated as the oldest person in her class from the goodwill excel center um, which is a tuition free adult charter high school and i think that is so cool i'm like i love education so much education is power knowledge is key and I am a firm believer that it is never too late to go back to school it is never too late to learn I don't like I was gonna say hate but I stopped myself because you know we're gonna be we're being more intentional with our words and I don't like the word hate that's a very strong word but I really do not like how society makes us think that it's too late. It's too late to accomplish certain things because of age, you know? Um, I remember when I graduated college, I remember at the commencement, um, the speaker announced that the oldest person who was obtaining a degree was 72 years old. I was, that made me so happy. That made me so happy to think that like, wow, this person, despite what society has told this person, they still went on to go obtain their education. They still went on to go obtain a degree. And I think that is just so, so important because I think that, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh, it's too late. My brain is not as sharp as it used to be. I don't want to be around a bunch of, you know, younger kids. I'm going to feel embarrassed. But honestly, if there is something that you want out there, there is something that you you know have dreamt of you it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter you know where you are at in life if there is a will there is a way so you know hopefully this inspires somebody who's listening out there um but yeah and so on to the last segment it kind of um is very similar but it is also from theblacknews.com. So they shared a story about a young black 18-year-old college freshman who has become the first black mayor in the U.S. Um, or the, the youngest. I, I, misread, I misspoke that. So he has become the youngest black mayor in the U.S. So um, he has become the mayor of Early. I believe that's how it is pronounced. E-A-R-L-E. Arkansas. Um, so I think that's so dope. Somebody who's 18 years old, like he just became an adult. He can't even drink it. <laughs> but 
But no, I think that's so cool. So basically, um, the article talked a little bit about who he was, his background. And so I wanted to share, you, share with you all his focus. So he will be focusing on public safety, transportation, um, jobs for the youth, and rebuilding the city by removing abandoned houses and building grocery stores. I think that is beautiful. I think that's such a beautiful thing to see young people who are really trying to make a difference um, in our communities. You know, we are the future. So I think that's phenomenal. That's crazy that he is that young and doing all these wonderful things. I hope that also inspires you all to see that you are never too young to do phenomenal things you know you just got to get out there connect and if you're really passionate about something do not let age hold you back you know life is short so you got to go out there and do all the things that you want to do so I hope all of those stories were encouraging and enlightening and yeah I I loved reading the articles so and I also loved sharing them so I hope you guys loved listening to them so now we are going to pivot into travel, travel. So I get questions all of the time about travel. Like people are always like, I've been getting them since when did I really pick up traveling? Um, I was 19, 19. Yep. 19. So I'm 25 now. So when I was 19, um, where did I go? Where did I go? Um, my first, oh yeah. Spring break. Me and my friends went to Puerto Rico and then a couple months later I went to Rwanda. So um, I've always loved traveling, so a little bit about me. My parents are from a small country in Northeast Africa called Eritrea, so I've had my passport since I was one, and I would go to Africa with my parents. Um, we went a few times when I was young, um, and so yeah, I've always enjoyed being in a new space. I've never felt uncomfortable, um, thank God, you know, I don't take that for granted at all because... You know, people do have stories about traveling that, um, you know, just aren't necessarily pleasant stories. We'll say that. So I'm definitely grateful that, you know, I've never felt um, like my safety was threatened or anything like that. Um, so I've always enjoyed traveling. I've always felt comfortable being in new spaces. It just I love learning. I love learning about different cultures. I love seeing diversity. I just love all of that and I've loved it since I was young I really didn't I did enjoy that and I'm so thankful that my parents were able to do that for me um so fast forward I didn't really travel much in um internationally at least um in middle school or high school um yeah I I traveled domestically um you know Eritreans are really big on weddings and whatnot so we would travel for weddings around the states but other than that, I did not travel internationally. Um, and then my, when I turned 19, me and my friends went to Puerto Rico for spring break. And then a few months later, um, we went to um, Rwanda. So I went to Rwanda with my school. So it was actually a program um, that 
we taught English there. Um, we lived there for about a month. We taught English to primary age students, so primary school aged students. Um, so around between fourth grade to sixth grade. Um, and we actually built the country's second playground out of recycled materials. So we used tires, we painted them, um, we used logs like from trees um, and recycled metal. Um, and so yeah, it was such a great experience. Um, I loved, 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 loved it. I still am in contact with, um, well now I'm only in contact with, I would say, one of the students. I haven't talked to the other few, but it's just, it's it's such a cool, such a, such a cool experience. And I still am in contact with some of the other people that I met while out there. Um, so yeah, basically, I just say that say, since then I've traveled a lot. I've been to about 13 countries. Um, I don't know how many states. I haven't really counted that. Um, I've been to quite a few states, but um, yeah. So anyways, I am not a travel expert. So let me just start off with that actually. I am not a travel expert, so I, you know, I'm not a travel agent. I'm not, I do what works for me. So I just want to talk a little bit about what I've done and some tips that I've learned along the way. So for people who are new to traveling or who are too scared to travel and, you know, they want to hear about other people's experience, that is what I am here for today to share with you. So I, um, I'm just going to share my tips and what I have done and what I've heard and what I've noticed in the world of traveling. So first off, we'll start, we'll start off with, um, well, first off, let me just say like, it's important to create a budget and sticking to that budget. So traveling can get really, really expensive. Um, and you never want to travel if you, you know, can't afford it because then you're just going to end up becoming stressed while on the trip after the trip. And you're just like, I should have never went, and, you know, make sure it makes sense. So that's the first part. Um, and whatever that budget looks like for you. Um, I don't necessarily have a budget that's like a certain percentage or anything like that, but I just know how much, I feel like I've traveled so much at this point. I know how much I'm willing to spend and I know what my bank account needs to look like afterwards. So that's how I move and I have been content and happy with every single trip that I have booked. Um, I have never been like, I can't do this and I'm gonna go do this like no I make sure I'm very conscientious about money so make a budget stick to it if you need a financial advisor you need to go talk to your bank they have people there who will talk to you and break down a budget as well to do that please utilize your resources you know I want you all to travel I want you guys to experience um, experience the world um, but also don't don't harm yourself and don't harm your pockets trying to do it so that's what I will say. Create a budget. Second topic, flights. So this is more of like a, a fixed pay rate. It's hard. Like you can find cheap ways like to fly, but 
at the end of the day, there it's a lot more like non-negotiable. Like you can't really change a flight, you know, unless you know somebody who works at Delta or Southwest or whatever, <laughs> and they're able to get you a discount. Then that is lovely. I wish I had that. I wish I was on somebody's buddy plan. I am not, but yeah. So um, I will. So to start off, there are a few websites that I have looked into when I'm looking for flights. So Skyscanner, so that's S-K-Y-S-C-A-N-N-E-R. So Skyscanner um, looks at different flights um, that are like, it helps find the cheapest flights for that destination. So it'll look at um, different times of like the year or whatever, and you can look at like a calendar. So if you're pretty flexible with when you want to leave, um, if you are just browsing to see like when's when is it cheaper to go to Hawaii, like a flight, and I heard that Hawaii flight is super expensive. So if y'all ever want to go to Hawaii, I've never been, that's on my bucket list, but I heard that's expensive. So I would definitely use Skyscanner for that. Um, so yeah. Definitely look into Skyscanner. Hopper, which is an app. Um, I have that on my phone. I'll use that to, let's say I have a trip coming up and I wanna know when I'm gonna buy that ticket um, or when I should buy that ticket. It kind of like is a guide a little bit. It's not always accurate, but it is really helpful. So it'll be like, oh, um, flights are gonna go down by the 21st of this month. Wait two weeks or it'll tell you kind of like what to do a little bit. Um, and then it provides all the different flight options. So look into Hopper, it's really helpful and you can track the flights with a friend. They give you like credit for like hotels, flights and stuff like that too. So definitely a cool tool to have. And then um, I would also, so if you're flying domestically for the most part, Southwest, I don't think they have that many. Yeah, I don't, they don't have that many international flights. Um, but if you're flying with Southwest, um, they have a low fare calendar. So it's very similar to what I was saying about the other apps. So you can look at the flight difference. So let's say I'm, I have a trip next week and obviously, um, well, I was going to say, you know, you don't want to book your flight <laughs> a week in advance, but I have done that, but that's not the smartest idea. So don't do that. <laughs> They say typically you want to um, book six weeks in advance. And they also say to look on a Tuesday when you're buying a flight, when you're uh, purchasing the flight. So Tuesdays are the cheapest day, days of the week to um, purchase that flight. Um, typically, not all the time, typically. Um, and so, yeah, Southwest has that low fare calendar. So let's say I was buying, I wanted to go somewhere Wednesday next week. And I saw that on the low fare, low fare calendar that Monday. Monday had a better deal. So if it works for my schedule, I'm definitely going to book it on Monday because, you know, I'm trying to save me some coins, you know? So... Yeah, I would definitely look into Southwest. Um, and then lastly, um, well, second to last point about flights, um, Google Flights. I usually use Google Flights to book all my flights. Um, it's pretty accurate. I have never had any problems with Google Flights. It doesn't have Southwest on there, so, um, and probably a couple other 
flight companies, um, plane companies. I haven't noticed the other ones. I just noticed Southwest isn't on there. But Delta's on there, United, American Airlines is on there, and um, I know Spirit, I think um, Allegiant might be on there, and Frontier, I think, is on there as well, too. Um, so yeah, definitely look into Google Flights. And so just a few more tips about flights. So I know I mentioned looking six weeks prior to departure. Um, that's like the minimum, you know, you want to look as farther out as possible, but six weeks, I would say once it gets to that six weeks point, it can be a lot more pricier. Um, and then, like I said, Tuesdays are a better day, better dates to, uh, purchase a flight weekends. I would avoid because everybody's looking at flights on weekends. So, um, yeah, I would definitely look into that um, and then also look into one ways so sometimes one ways are cheaper than round trips so obviously you want to make sure you book a one way there and back um, but so it sometimes is it sometimes is cheaper to let's say I want to go to um, New York and a round trip might be like I don't know like five hundred dollars four hundred dollars. Um, sometimes when you look at the one way, so let's say I pick one day to go from where I'm at to New York and then, you know, then I look at a different separate flight from New York and back. Sometimes that is much cheaper than that actual round trip. So just play around with it. You know, it's kind of like a game. Traveling is really like a game. So you kind of just have to kind of have to try and try and see what you can do. But Flights usually are the non-negotiables, as how I like to see it. Um, so yeah. Next, um, I want to talk about activities. So while you get there, you know, um, my favorite thing to do, I love, when I tell you I love a free activity because the flight was already so expensive like I'm not trying to spend you know like a whole band on activities while I'm out here of course if there's something that you really want to go to yes please invest in that but um, everything doesn't have to be expensive traveling does not have to be super super expensive it's gonna be expensive but it doesn't have to be super 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 expensive so I like to look at um, like I was just in LA um, last week so I looked at free museums in the area. Um, you know, they have so many things online on Google. You know, utilize your resources. Um, free museums, free festivals, free concerts, free places to just like go and see. It doesn't have to be super expensive. There's parks, there's, um, there's so much, you know, sometimes the zoo is free. Like just look at deals, um, look at Groupons, Look at Eventbrite. There are so many things to do. Um, you just have to look. Um, so yeah, I always, I typically engage in a lot of free activities when I travel because, um, you know, it's, who doesn't love free, you know? I'm already gonna spend a lot of money on the flight, food, you know, and transportation, if I'm Ubering, you know? So finding ways to just cut back and save money, you definitely wanna take advantage of that.
Okay, and so the last topic I'm going to touch on is stay. So I have quite a few different points to look into. So to start off, um, when it comes to stay, for me personally, I prefer to go to places where I know people because, well, for one, I trust, you know, my friends and family. Um, they're from, if they're from there, if they live there, live there, um, they're just like, you know, what better than somebody who actually lives in the area that you're going to. Um, so, and also you kind of get a, a tour guide, like they're going to, you know, show you around and make sure you have a good time while you're out there. So a lot of times, like I'll pretty much like stay with like my family or, you know, some friends. Um, but that's my favorite thing to do. I know everybody is different and people want their own space. So, you know, there, there's so many options out there. So to begin, of course, hotels and, um, Airbnb. So I would recommend looking into rewards programs for hotels. There's so many out there that like, you know, you rack up your points and whatnot and you start to get free rooms or and things of that sort. I don't personally have one, um, but I know people that do and they, you know, they swear by those rewards programs. So look into those if you are a hotel type of person. Um, and then Airbnbs, you know, um, that's become pretty big in the last few years. Um, it's obviously cheaper to go with more people when it comes to an Airbnb, but sometimes they have, um, they have like private rooms and guest houses and things of that sort. Um, when it comes to like smaller groups, um, if you aren't trying to travel with a bunch of people, um, my biggest suggestion when it comes to Airbnbs is look at the ratings, look at that person's ratings. Um, you definitely want to make sure you feel comfortable and safe at wherever you're staying. Look at the neighborhood. Look at, you know, just do a little research about things like that. Read the reviews, um, all of that. Same thing with hotels. Look at the area that you're going to be staying in. Definitely just because something's cheap, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that's the best area for you to stay in. So just be mindful. Read the reviews um, and do your research. Don't go... Like I said, for either Airbnb or hotel, don't just book something because it's cheap and you end up seeing that they're horrible reviews. Maybe they got bugs. Maybe, you know, it's a very maybe unsafe area. Just be conscientious about that. Um, and so, yeah, my next point um, about stays. So... Inter I think this is more of an international thing, but hostels. So if you're not familiar with the hostel, hostels are pretty much living areas that people who are traveling live in. So they can be really, really cheap. So me and my friends have talked about backpacking through like maybe like Central America or South America and staying at hostels. Um, I would never stay at one by myself at this point in my life. Like I am terrified. Um... I've never stayed at one ever. So as my first hostel experience, I would not want to go by myself. But there are people who do. Um, and people, you know, swear by them. So they can be really cheap. So I know like you could get like a hostel for like $5 a night. And so they're pretty much, a lot of times they're going to be like bunk beds and whatnot. So um, look into them. I think the website 
might be hostels like there might be a website for hostels um called hostels.com i'm not sure um i do follow them on instagram i believe um so yeah just do your own research when it comes to hostels you know um it's definitely a lot more affordable a lot more like five dollars a night like that's crazy um but you also you know prioritize safety and comfort as well so yeah, definitely look look into it. Do your own research. I've never stayed at one, but um, one day me and my friends plan to to experience that. And then my other favorite thing ever in the whole wide world is a package. When I tell you guys. A tr like a travel package so flight hotel I typically don't get cars because I just turned 25 so um, I typically just uber if I don't have any transportation um, or hopefully I live in a walkable area but that flight hotel package is a game changer when me and my friends went to Puerto Rico uh, for spring break um, we got a flight and hotel package so we stayed out there for about five days I believe and it was about 640 for the flight and hotel for five days. Like that is so cheap. That's so cheap. And I think they had free breakfast there too. So that's already, I mean, you know, hotel breakfast don't be like gourmet or nothing. But that's, me and my friends, we can be very, we can be very bougie, but we are very frugal as well. So we'll eat whatever we get. So that right there saves you money on you know breakfast and so all you got to worry about is lunch and dinner um so yes look into flight packages i like travelocity travelocity has so many cool deals especially if you're going to like the tropics so like jamaica um, puerto rico um and things of that sort when me and my friends went to the dominican we stayed at a resort so resorts are cool too i like resorts because you know you don't have to pay you don't have to worry about food and activities and that all that because it's all inclusive um, but they can be a little more expensive, so, you know, just keep that in mind. But, you know, you kind of have to, you know, pick your battles. Do you want to focus on food or do you want the convenience of that, near, you know, and you're willing to pay for that convenience? It's all about what you want. So, yeah, I would say look into that. Um, and then my last, last topic um, scholarships and programs. So there are so many scholarships out there. When I tell y'all there are so many travel scholarships out there, um, you can literally, a lot of them you have to like provide a service. So like Peace Corps and things of that sort. So Peace Corps, I was actually interested in the Peace Corps. I actually was in the process of interviewing for them. Um, and then I decided to change my mind. Um, because you do have, it is a long commitment. So like Peace Corps is like two years, I believe is the minimum. Um, and so I decided to change my mind about that. But there are so many programs out there where they will you. It's like, you know, it's typically like you work pretty much. Um, pay you to go out and travel. So you can go teach, you can go whatever skill you have. Um, I'm sure there's a program out there that will pay you to go travel. So look into those. There's so many scholarships out there. There's a lot of money out there. Um, so yeah, definitely look into that. Um, and then my last, last, I know I keep saying my last, last point, 
um, look into, now I'm not advising y'all to go into debt for traveling. Do not do that. That is not what I am saying at all. Don't, don't take my words and twist it either. <laughs> but there are travel credit cards out there. So they um, give you cash back for like travels. So I know the Sapphire card is a Chase travel card. I don't have one. Um, I've been looking into getting one since I do travel often. Um, that way I can make some money back. Um, so anytime you spend money on a flight or hotel or whatever it may be, um, there's some kind of rate that I believe that you get cash back on. From what I've been told, I still gotta I gotta go talk to my talk to like a banker about it um, and see if it would make sense for me. But there's a lot of options like that as well too. But like I said, only take one out at your own risk because they will get you. Don't be going into debt just to travel, you know? I'd rather y'all go into debt and getting a new car. Okay, maybe not a new car either. Whatever. Getting a car, getting a home, you know, buying a home. Like, you know, all the things that will be useful for you and fruitful. Um, traveling is fun, you know, but don't go into debt for a little week vacation. But yes, hopefully this was helpful. Um, if y'all want a part two, I sure I'll have more to talk about as I continue to travel but yes thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned for episode three if you don't follow me on social media my Instagram is Red Sea Hippie and so yeah thanks guys bye